I, I do a podcast. I'm not, I'm not interested in your podcast. The anathema of God was for those who denied justification by faith alone. When that is at stake, we need to be on the battlefield exposing the air and combating the air. We are unabashedly, unashamedly Clarkian. And so the next few statements that I'm going to make, I'm probably going to step on all of the Vantillian toes at the same time. And this is what we do at Simple Riff around the radio, you know. We are polemical and polarizing Jesus style. I would first say that to characterize what we do as fashion is itself fashion. It's not hate, it's history, it's not fashion, it's the Bible. Jesus said, Woe to you, and men speak well of you, for their fathers used to treat the false prophets in the same way, as opposed to, Blessed are you when you have been persecuted for the sake of righteousness. It is on. We're taking the gloves off. It's time to battle. All right. Welcome to the show. My name is Tim Shaughnessy, and you are listening to Semper Reformanda Radio. I'm glad you're here with us today. I'm going to be your host, and in a few minutes, we've got an interesting discussion with Gary Bates from Creation Ministries International. I want to say thank you to Joel Tay. He works at Creation Ministries International for uh, suggesting that I, uh, I interview Gary. Uh, they've got a big project they've been working on, a big movie that they've been working on, dealing with aliens and UFOs. And this is really interesting stuff. What should the Christian think about UFOs and aliens? How do we fit this in our worldview? And I think one of the biggest questions is, how do we reconcile what people say they experience in the, in the world with what the Bible says? And that's really the goal of addressing this topic. So when somebody says that they see a UFO, when somebody says that they believe in alien life in outer space coming and visiting Earth, it may surprise Christians to realize that this actually fits into the Christian worldview, and the Christian has a biblical response to this. What's going on? What's happening? Should we just dismiss these events as delusions, or should we accept them as actual events that have taken place and try to wrestle with that? So we're going to be talking to Gary here in just a few minutes, and we're going to dive into this, but to get the full effect, you're going to have to see the movie that they've got coming out January 11th. And here's a little preview of what you can expect. Tens of millions of people have seen UFOs. Many even recall personal encounters with strange entities. And the popular view is that these are advanced aliens visiting us from far, far away. Hi, I'm John Schneider. This compelling new movie takes a deeper and honest look at the events the beliefs, the experts, and the people that have shaped our beliefs in all things otherworldly. I occasionally think how quickly our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. 
It was the mayhem surrounding the cover-up that created what's been called the Roswell Incident. I had multiple experiences with like little beings in my room. It's global. We have reports now from 140 countries. Our commanders and all told us just keep your mouth shut about it. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration. In our investigations, we were finding things that we just couldn't get answers for. I was literally thrown into the bed. I cried, help me, Jesus, please help me. It's one thing to just deny. It's another thing to say, we believe you had an experience, but here's God's take. When one takes a deeper look at this phenomenon, it reveals one of the most disturbing yet powerful affirmations of the truth of the Bible and Christianity. I'm going to be very disappointed if UFOs turn out to be nothing more than visitors from another planet because I think they could be something much more interesting. Alright folks, so there you have it and I am here with Gary Bates. I want to welcome Gary to the show. He is from Creation Ministries International, as I have already said. Uh, Gary, is Creation Ministries International, is it the largest or, I know you guys are big. Um, I'm not sure if it's the largest or just one of the largest Creation Ministries out there. Uh, no, not, certainly not the largest, but uh, I think um, we are one of the largest. There are, there are three big ones, uh, if you like. And uh, certainly we've been around for 40 years and we are the most widely spread. I'd say that because we actually have offices in seven countries. And I'm talking to you today from our U.S. head office, which is based in Atlanta, Georgia. So even though people can hear I have an Aussie accent, not an English one, folks. Um, yeah, uh, I'm originally from our Australian office, but came over here in 2009 to head up the U.S. office. So, yeah, I mean, people can go on to creation.com. Uh, they'll see that we employ more scientists than any Christian ministry in the world throughout our seven offices. So we're certainly widely spread. Well, let's let's talk about this a little bit, Gary, because uh, I want to take a moment to first give you the opportunity to introduce yourself uh, and then tell us a little bit more about Creation Ministries International, just in case some of our listeners might be new to the faith and they're looking for resources. I think your resources are some of the best out there, and uh, and I love your ministry. So I want to just take a moment, introduce yourself, and then uh, tell us a little bit about the ministry, and then we're going to jump into the project that you've been working on. Sure. Well, I appreciate that, Tim, very, very much. Uh, well, Creation Ministries, CMI uh, for short, uh, we exist to aid and help the church in the contentious area of creation versus evolution. Um, you know, I'm in my late 50s now, but uh, I wasn't brought up in a Christian home. And even kids who were brought up in a Christian home, because most of us have all been educated in the public realm, we are going to be taught one view of how the world, the universe came to be, and that is evolution. And when I say evolution, Tim, it's not just about microbes to man. Evolution is a philosophy. It's a belief system that says, you know, in the beginning there was nothing and a little particle no bigger than the head of a pin exploded and became space, matter, galaxies, planets, 
and ultimately human beings. So, you know, I've just described what they might call as cosmic evolution. So evolution has to ex explain uh, where did we all come from? How did we get here? And it also seeks to explain, but doesn't do a good job, of course, of why are we here? See, under an evolutionary scenario, if you and I are just the product of a, a big bang and time and chance, there's no ultimate meaning and purpose to our life. And when you die, well, what happens then? You just go into the ground, there's nothing. You know, what I've just described there, of course, are those three big questions, you know, which everybody, everybody, Christian or otherwise, has had to think about. You know, where do we come from? Why are we here? What happens to us when we die? The Bible explains where we came from, that God was there before the universe he made. You know, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. So that means he pre-exists the universe. But of course, he's not bound by time or space. And then God tells us in his word that we have meaning and purpose. He says he knew us before we were even formed in the womb. And of course, the decisions you make in this life are going to affect where we spend eternity. So those three big questions, questions two and three, of course, will be determined by what you think about number one, whether we're created or evolved. And because most people have been educated in the secular realm, they've only ever been taught evolution. And people think that evolution is a scientific fact. Uh, you know, I said earlier, we, we employ a lot of scientists and all of those scientists got their degrees and their PhDs in the very same secular universities as their evolutionary counterparts. So it's not the science that's the issue. And I just want to make a point here. When I say science, what do most people think of? Well, they think about the stuff that builds radio stations or the science you can use to test gravity. Uh, they're, they're things you can see, repeat, observe, and test. But the idea that there was a, a, a Big Bang 14 billion years ago or that birds evolved into, di sorry, dinosaurs evolved into birds 65 million years ago, they are non-repeatable, they were non-observable, they're not testable, and it's not science. In fact, it's not even right to say evolution is a theory because gravity is a theory, but I can test that. Uh, evolution, evolution is less than a theory. It's a, it's a belief system, a religious idea, philosophy, whatever you want to call it, about the past. By the way, just the same as creation is. So I think uh, the difference is, is that, of course, the Bible is a record uh, of the past. It's a history book. But unlike any other history book, of course, it tells us the future um, because God is outside of time. Uh, he's an eternal, timeless being, not bound by the physical laws of the universe that he made. So we have tons and tons of evidence. You know, I've been in this now for 25 years. And I would say in the last two, maybe three years, we, this is probably the most exciting time ever uh, that I've had, or we've had, I think, in, uh, in uh, the, the ministry as, as creationists in general. We uh, not only have lots of information, but it's just in so many exciting areas where the people think radiometric dating proves millions of years. No, nope, we can do tests that falsify that. People think dinosaurs lived millions of years ago. Well, guess what? How come we can find unfossilized DNA, blood cells, a soft tissue in dinosaur bones, supposedly hundreds of millions of years ago, years old? And when we look at the human genome, we are decaying. We are devolving. Mutations are building up in the population. And it's not good news for the human race. Medical science is not going to save us. And it's the opposite of evolution. We're supposed to be going onwards and up. But guess what? Things are winding down. Right. 
Right. And, and that's really what I want our listeners to get is that there are scientists who love the Lord and believe the Bible that are out there and doing extremely important work in this area of, uh, of theology. And what I believe, and this is our ministry, Semper Reformanda Radio, we believe that the Bible really does uh, provide the Christian with a complete and comprehensive worldview so that we can look at things like dinosaurs and have an answer for that. And that is really a, a good segue into what we brought you onto the show to promote. So there is a movie that you guys are going to release, and I believe that the release date is January 11th. Is that correct? Correct. It's actually already listed in 708 cinemas around the U.S. and uh, more to be added. It's uh, probably the most exciting and largest venture our ministry has ever undertaken. And we didn't we didn't start the movie project out as a movie to be in theaters. In fact, we, we, we've made a couple in the past and we've just gone straight to DVD. But what happened is a couple of movie agents saw it and um, just got super excited about what they saw. And they said, this needs to be on the big screen. So they sent out some test screeners to secular and Christian media people. And uh, the response has just been, and it's not hype, Tim, it's been uh, uniformly overwhelmingly positive and exciting and that's even from the secular people and yet the movie the movie is a christian movie that glorifies the lord jesus christ at the end absolutely full on um, right. so well you, you're absolutely you're absolutely right it is not hype um i got to preview the movie the movie is titled alien intrusion unmasking a deception and folks let me tell you this movie is fantastic. The cinematography in this is outstanding. It is exceptionally well done. So I know in the past, uh, you know, some some Christian ministries put on movies and you can sort of tell the qualities, you know, a little bit lacking, but the content is great. Let me tell you, this movie has both. It has tremendous quality and the content is fantastic. And I love this topic because I remember as a kid watching the X-Files and the the music would play. And then at the end, it said the truth is out there. Well, Gary and his ministry are here to really tell us, yeah, the truth is out there and you can, you can find that truth. And here's where you can find that truth concerning the topic of aliens. Now, this is a topic that really hasn't been touched by the church, uh, at this scale, at this level, to to basically go into this topic and dig into it the way that uh, that that Gary and uh, and the people that worked with him are are doing through this movie. So, Gary, I'd, I'd like for you to just give us an overall view of the movie, and then we can uh, dive into sure. some questions. Well, thank you. Let me say to the listeners, I didn't uh, pay you for that uh, nice endorsement. No, no you I, didn't. But, <laughs> no, but I appreciate it very much. Well. You know, I, I grew up as a sci-fi fan. As I said, I uh, I wasn't always a Christian. I didn't get saved in my adult years. And, you know, I used to love movies like, you know, the Spielberg's Close Encounters of the Third Kind. I'd come home from the drive-ins, if people can remember what they are. And uh, I'd be driving, you know, down a country road back to my home. And I'd be wishing almost that the aliens would take me away. Because the whole idea is that these older on the evolutionary scale, more advanced aliens, you know, we're going to fix holes in our ozone, save us from global warming. 
And so when I, when I became a Christian and then when I started working for the ministry, I realized there was a religious aspect to it. And I thought, well, maybe we can use these sci-fi themes because sci-fi is the number one most popular entertainment genre bar none. I mean, around about 90% of the highest grossing movies of all time are sci-fi. You mentioned X-Files. There we mentioned, you know, Babylon 5 and Stargate and the Star Trek franchises. So all of these movies in their themes have evolution at their core, believe it or not. Um, I mentioned The Big Bang. You see, I mean, let me give an example, Tim. When I was researching, I went to this UFO conference in Brisbane, Australia, and this, this UFO investigator stood up and he said, hey, we know the great science experiment, evolution works, because here we are, we're proof of it. And he said, in a 14 billion year old universe, you know, we reason that our Milky Way is in a relatively young part because we can see so many billion light years out there. And just think, all of those countless planets that are millions or billions of years older than Earth, well, aliens have got a head start on us. They're a million years advanced on the evolutionary scale. Therefore, they've, they've you know, they're a million years advanced in their technology. And that's how come they can build warp drive spaceships and visit the Earth. And of course, what's become mainstream science, Tim, is that aliens created life on Earth. And, you know, I've, I've lectured on this and I've had people stand up in my meetings saying, you know, Jesus was just an advanced extraterrestrial. The Bible writers mistook him for God. That's why they, that's, you know, when he turned water into wine, it was due to his advanced technology. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't the miraculous or anything like that. So polls show, and as you saw in the movie, that ufology has in, in effect become a substitute religion. And what's happening, because so many people believe that the universe is teeming with life and they believe that these you know, technologically advanced aliens can come here and oversee our evolution, there's a more disturbing aspect. And the reason the church hasn't touched it is because you and I as Bible believers are pretty much exempt from what is basically a spiritual deception. And I think the power in the movie, Tim, is people don't have to believe little Gary Christian saying this. About half of the interviewees are secular experts, Harvard psychologists, and people who've written books uh, like Nick Redfern, written over 40 books, and he's the History Channel's go-to guy when it comes to all things UFOs. And they're the ones that are saying that in this area of alleged alien abductions where people believe that they have encounters in their room or they're driving their car, that these are not highly benevolent beings coming from a galaxy far, far away. They would describe them as interdimensional. They describe them... So here's the three big things. They describe them as interdimensional, as deceptive and hiding their true intention. And the third one is that they seem to be intent on changing people's traditional worldviews. Now, that sounds awfully suspicious, doesn't it? <laughs> well, I was going to say that that's what we're talking about is really a clash of worldviews. Absolutely. Well, when a little entity stands in somebody's room and says, the Bible's wrong, we're, your crea we're humankind's creators, we came from the Pleiades, um, you know, Christians are surprised to hear that this is actually happening to people. Uh, and I come from a pretty conservative Christian background, so I have to say it was all confronting to me. But polls just in the US claim that up to 4 million Americans have been abducted by aliens. And in the movie, we had Dr. John Mack, 
former professor of psychiatry from Harvard University, who went out to study all these claims. He thought they were all psychological delusions, but he thought from a clinical point of view, might be interesting to study these folks. And we have an interview with him, as I said, on Oprah, where he's become a believer because he says fantasy cannot present the symptoms. Um, you know, psychosis doesn't present the symptoms this way. He said the only thing that presents uh, the PTSD symptoms that these people are having is real experience. And so he became a believer in the idea that aliens were visiting us uh, and terrorizing people in the middle of the night purely based upon the evidence that he found. But of course, like all the facts, there's another way of interpreting the same facts because when they use the word interdimensional, uh, as Christians, what, what terms might we use? You know, he's talking about a supernatural realm, spiritual. Uh, they use words like psychic or paranormal. Again, it fits the Bible. The Bible is clear that there is a spiritual realm and that entities from that spiritual realm have crossed over into our reality. Uh, we call them angels, good ones and bad ones. They've afflicted people. They've killed people. So they can certainly physically affect our environment. You know, um, the gods, small g, that we read about in the Bible, they're not make-believe. They're real. And you go back to the Exodus, people often think that... Uh, you know, uh, the, the battle there was against Egypt. But when you look at it, God, big G, was really battling the gods of Egypt. And having been to Egypt, I can tell you, they got a lot of them. <laughs> right, right. And, and that's one of the things that this this uh, movie does is you're, you're not just really talking about our experience today in uh, dealing with aliens, but you actually talk about how this has crossed over uh, historically through uh, fairies and and other ways. And um, so, so you really give, I think, a good picture of the history of how, you know, what we're dealing with today is reflection of where we are culturally. Yes, yeah, spot on. Um, you know, it's quite shocking, isn't it? We go back to the Middle Ages and people had accounts of the incubus and the succubus and uh, demons that would come and afflict people. And right, that, right now I could go to some tribe in the middle of Africa or Papua New Guinea and they have their own versions of spirit beings that come and do these people. And, you know, I mentioned the movie Close Encounters of the Third Kind. There were two researchers uh, that Steven Spielberg based the movie on in part and one of them was Dr. J. Allen Hynek, a former government researcher under Project Blue Book. He, he, he studied UFOs for over 40 years and the other was a man by the name of Dr. Jacques Vallée, uh, still alive. And Vallée's probably written more books on this than anyone else. And uh, he said, whatever these beings are, they've been through us without history. And yes, uh, both he and Redfern in the movie point out that, you know, 150 years ago, up to 200 years ago, people had encounters in their room with beings called fairies. Now, here's the thing. If, if a little entity appeared in somebody's room today and said, well, I'm a fairy, well, you know, we, we've, you know, air quotes, moved beyond that, and you would doubt your own sanity. But when that little being says, hey, I've come from a galaxy far, far away, and I've chosen you, and you're special, and I've got a message for you, people don't, don't uh, you know, don't really doubt the experience or, or what's being said during the experience, and they get given over to it. 
And, and just to give you a couple of examples of how culturally this has played out, you know, listeners, have you heard of a man called Joseph Smith? I have, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, he's the father of the Mormon cult. And he had what I called the visitor experience. He was given a message. He was told he was special and we've got a substitute Bible. And then there was another man called Muhammad who had the same experience. He went and went off in a cave and meditated. He came out and his sayings were written on bones and parchments. And, you know, there's still debate amongst Islamic scholars as to when that was collated into the Quran. But there's two examples of this exact same visitor experience that imparts false information and creates new movements, new religions. And today it's under the guise of being, you know, benevolent extraterrestrials and people have written books. There's a contactee, alleged contactee by the name of Billy Meyer, um, a Swiss guy, and he's got a, a cult over there and he's written a, a book, a thousand pages he claims was channeled to him by extraterrestrials called the Talmud Emmanuel, and it's supposed to represent the true life and teachings of Jesus. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, you know what? That that leads me to my next question, because one of the one of the things that you already mentioned was just how many people have experienced something in one way or another, whether it's a, a close encounter of the third kind where they just see something or it's a close encounter of the fourth kind where they actually get taken someplace or, or messed with. And I want to I want to ask you, what is the overall Christian response to this? Because I I would submit that it's that it's extremely important that Christians not dismiss these things. Now, I know in the movie you you, you do talk about, you know, uh, the fact that a large majority of these things can be explained by natural phenomenon. And, you know, we, we don't want to just validate anything and everything uh somebody says, but at the same time, there are certain things that people of who are reputable. I mean, we're talking about pilots. Uh, we're talking about people in the military who come out and say, you know, I was flying a plane and, and I saw, I saw this and this was my experience. And um, I think it's extremely important that, that Christians not be dismissive of that uh, because you know, it does fit into the Christian worldview. Well, thank you, because, uh, you know, if we are to communicate that the Bible and Christianity is still relevant today, we need to show where it impacts the culture. And as you saw in the movie, we've used the Bible, you know, this ancient book to explain the UFO phenomenon. And John Schneider, who's the narrator, uh, people might remember him in his early role as Dukes of Hazard, but... Uh, more recently, he played the father of Superman in the TV series Smallville. I mean, he says at the end, this is one of the most powerful and dis yet disturbing affirmations of Christianity and the Bible. So, you know, we can touch, as I said, we can touch the culture. The, unfortunately, and I, I warn about this when I go out and lecture, um, so often as Christians, when we hear somebody's had this experience, our first inclination is to tell them what it is. You know, well, it's demonic. Uh, you're, you know, you're, you're demonically possessed or you're having a psychological delusion. Um, people come up to me at the meetings when I lecture on this in churches. You know, the church has got a billboard outside that Gary Bates is talking about aliens and UFOs in the Bible tonight. And 
but I can see them from the pulpit. You know, they're sitting over in a corner of the of the church, you know, on their own because they don't know anybody else and they might venture to come and talk to me at the end. And sometimes I'm the first guy they've ever told. And, uh, you know, I, I, I do feel like I know exactly what they're going to tell me, you know, having having had this experience hundreds of times, but I don't tell them. I let them talk it out. And I kind of say this way, I warn people, listen, if somebody comes to you, there's three things you need to do. You need to listen and you need to listen and you need to listen. <laughs> so let them talk out their stories because where you can unpick it, and this is what we showed in the movie, the it's the secular experts that say, whatever these entities are, they lie. And so when you can point out to somebody that you're being lied to, it will then get them to doubt their experience. And then you can say, well, why are they lying to you? Why are they hiding their true intention? And then that opens the door to, you know, to talking to them. Okay. So Gary, I'm hearing everything that you're saying. And I think that it's really important for our listeners to get this. And, and, the the question that I have is, you know, we're talking about the importance of of really bringing this into the Christian worldview and providing an answer, and the importance for people not to just outright dismiss this as a conspiracy theory or you know just be dismissive of this overall. And I want to ask you, why is this such a big deal? Because I know in the in the movie. You, you talked about the fact that sometimes pastors, when people come to them with this stuff, they really don't know what to say. And so why is this important in, in our time uh, to, to provide an answer uh, to, to these events? Sure. Well, it's the same as the creation-evolution debate. If the general population are being exposed to one view, um, we need to understand what they're being taught to counter it. Your know, evolution she, she seeks to destroy the foundation of the Christian worldview, which is God is creator. So if you destroy that base, obviously the structure is going to collapse. But what we need to do, for example, is attack the foundation of evolution so that that worldview uh, will collapse. And in the same way, this whole alien thing is, is a subset of that. Uh, because of the experiences, because of sci-fi and the belief that evolution is occurring all over the other world, um, this is a mechanism. We can use this hugely popular cultural icon today that dominates our media. I mean, you, you talked about lawyers and doctors just a few weeks ago. I think uh, just in Miami, uh, a lady who's going to run for Congress, I think, said it made the front page of the the news she says i've been abducted by aliens and she's going to be a try to be a representative in government she had no shame in talking about it it's become such a, a popular view but look here's here's the real issue we today people are dismissive of christianity the bible and the christian faith as being irrelevant and wherever i go people say it's harder and harder to talk to people to get them to read something because they've already made their minds up how much easier could it be than say, hey, I'll spot your ticket for a movie. It's a sci-fi movie about UFOs and aliens. And, you know, be honest. Hey, it comes from a, a Christian worldview perspective. Why not say, have a look? Because it is mysterious. You know, people don't know really how to 
how to uh, answer this. And um, I believe it's, um, you know, got a lot of well-known uh, UFO researchers in it and so on and so on. And take them to the movies. Because as you see at the end, it's really evidence-driven. It's not little Joe Christian saying it. All the evidence, even the secular guys, talked about this being a spiritual phenomenon. And, you know, I see it. Why should Christians be involved? Well, Pastor Johnny Hunt uh, did an endorsement for us a, a few weeks ago, and he said every pastor and every Christian needs to see this movie because the experiences are more common than most people think. And perhaps I can finish with this little example. You know, years ago when I was writing the book, um, Alien Intrusion, UFOs and the Evolution Connection, um, I hadn't been with CMI uh, all that long, and uh, a lady rang the office. And uh, she said, look, I don't know who to talk to. Um, spoke to our receptionist, put her on to me. She said, I don't know who to talk to. She says, I've been to four churches and three of them uh, about my daughter because my daughter believes that she's being abducted by aliens and I don't know what to think. And then uh, she said, three, three of the pastors I spoke to said my daughter was, was mentally ill and another one just said she must be demonically possessed. And he said, she said, just doesn't, kind of fit the daughter will not resolve from her stories so I asked her some questions on the phone I said has this happened to her has she been told she's been special uh, and so on and she said yes yes and I said well there's some more disturbing stuff I, I don't want to talk about on the phone perhaps we could meet and when I met her she was a doctor at a local hospital <laughs> so clinically she, she should be in a position to diagnose this type of stuff and then I sat down and asked some more questions and then with one of the questions I asked, her jaw literally hit the ground and she said, oh my goodness, I've told nobody that. How did you know? Well, the reason I knew is because if it's what I thought it was, the patterns are very, very similar amongst people. So immediately that created a link of empathy with her because she kind of knew that what I was talking about. And people don't have to be experts, you know, after watching the movie or you can grab the book. There's just a few key points you can remember when you're talking to these people and you can extend, extend that hand of friendship, a bit like friendship evangelism in a way. If you can show that you know and understand what they're going through, they are more likely to listen to you and then more likely listen to the truth about what it is and how they can stop it. Wow. Yeah. And... Oh man, that is so good. That that is really really good. I I love that you guys are putting this out there. And I I I've watched it once. I I got a, a preview so I could do the interview and I'm I'm actually going to buy it when it comes out. I'd love to go see it in theaters. Let me ask you, Gary, how can people go and see this? Uh where can they where can they look to buy tickets? Sure. So it's on uh, January the 11th, 2018. At this stage, it's for one night only. So people can go to alienintrusion.com. There's a tickets uh, tab at the top, and you just hit get tickets. And then that will take you to a website called fathomevents.com. And people are going to go straight to fathomevents.com if they want and look up search for alien intrusion. And they can type in their zip code and find a cinema near them. And then a whole range of cinemas will come up underneath. They click the cinema they want to go to, and they can book tickets. And the reason, Tim, people need to book tickets, I suspect what's going to happen, uh, and this is 
we did a one movie release in Australia, a limited release, and we had so many people turning up saying, we turned up to the cinema and it was full. We couldn't get in. They were really annoyed. So if people pre-book their tickets, this is what will happen. Fathom will see, wow, this is popular, and they'll give us a second night, and we might get a third night. And so we increase the opportunities to reach people. So if people are listening to this, alienintrusion.com, tickets, type in your zip code, choose your cinema, book your tickets, and hey, buy one for a friend. Right. And we are going to provide the link to that in this episode. Uh, Gary, I want to say thank you for coming on to Semper Reformanda Radio. We love the work that you guys are doing. And uh, man, we are all for you. This is a fantastic project. Uh, as I said before, it is extremely well done. I think this should be on National Geographic or the Discovery Channel. I'll keep your uh, fingers it, crossed. <laughs> yeah, it, it is that good. Unfortunately, we do live in a in an age where uh, you know these these organizations are hostile to the Christian worldview, and so we want to do our best to promote this and, and get this out there. Uh, Gary, I want to say thank you for coming on. Appreciate that. And uh, and hope to hope to hear from you guys uh, again and see what else you guys got coming out. So. Yeah, anytime. Uh, you know, we're here to to help the church. We make the bullets um, for people to fire. Oh, by the way, Tim, if I could just say, people, when they go to alienintrusion.com, there are trailers there so they can get a sample of the movie. Awesome, awesome. Well, we will we will provide the link. And uh, so we're going to go ahead and close it out. Um, and we will check everybody next week. God bless. Bye. Looking for that perfect track for your next evangelism outreach? Look no further. At TrackedPlanet.com, we have solid, biblical tracks that are a breeze to hand out. They are beautifully designed and are the highest quality tracks available. With over 80 different designs in stock and literally hundreds more available by custom order, we're sure to have just the right one for you. You can get any of our items printed with your church or ministry information or have us design a brand new track just for you. We are committed to the solid biblical message of law to the proud and grace to the humble. Each tract is firm on the resurrection of Jesus Christ and the necessity of repentance and faith in salvation. Come check us out at TrackedPlanet.com and make sure you use coupon code BTWN at checkout for 10% off your entire order. That's TRACTPlanet.com, coupon code BTWN. This podcast is a member of the Bible Thumping Wingnut Network. All right, welcome everybody to another podcast episode with Semper Reformanda Radio. Hi, welcome to Theology Gals. Welcome everyone to the Logical Belief Ministries podcast. Well, welcome to the School of Biblical Hermeneutics. Welcome everybody to Grappling with Theology. What is going on, guys? Shine as lights coming at you. Well, welcome to Slick Answers. Good evening and welcome to the Conversations from the Port. Hello and welcome to Living in the Vine. This is the Council of Google Plus. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Bible Thumping Wingnut Podcast. The Bible Thumping Wingnut Network. 12 podcasts, one network. Check them out at BibleThumpingWingnut.com.